to my Hello and welcome to To My Left Insert Topic with me, Jonesy. We've got Apples here. Hi. we got Phil here. Big Phil. Big Phil, Drew Hill. And we got Tommy. Hey. And Tommy. We'll, we'll find McGow at some point. So, as a surprise, what are we all drinking? Well, uh, can I go first and guess that Mr. Tommy Linda is drinking Peroni's finest bottle of Peroni. goodness? Peroni. Yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. How did you know? I, I just I'm got a gift. What can I say? I've got many gifts, Tommy. There's many I could show you right now. Well, now yeah. you're on video. By the way, lovely listeners, Apples is on video now. Yeah, Apples is putting Looking, looking, looking sexy. I, I just sexed <laughs> this podcast. He's seen his nipples twice. Nipple count, two. Sex you up. Anyway. He's definitely got a face for podcasting. <laughs> the ladies love it. As you were. As you were. <laughs> okay, so who wants to go first? In two, to my left, insert topic. Tommy. Yeah, yeah. Can I insert a topic? Yes. Right. I uh, am aware. Well, basically, after Apples' story of bum vomit, where he went along to... A uh, pause. Can you remind us of the story? You went to a high tea, was it? Yes. So I took the lovely lady away for a romantic weekend. Well, yeah, it was no romantic night away, but also champagne afternoon tea. We between the romantic side of it or the or the actual weekend or day. (laughs) It wasn't really a weekend, but yeah, it was two days, one night. One Uh, night in heaven when you kiss me. So my question to the group is, if all food made you bum vomit, what food would you eat if you had to, to be like, well, it'll be worth it because it's that good, even though I bum vomit? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Well, is that, so is that a question to me or to the group? To everyone. To everyone. What food would you risk bum vomiting for? Oh, I like it. Is Miggy there? Yes, he is. Hey! hey welcome to the <laughs> have you got a video as well? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Cool, I'm going to turn some lights on. So, um... We, we want to see a second. Bum vomiting. Well, actually, yesterday I had a curry and I added extra chilies and this morning I was farting like a motherfucker and uh, my bum vomit was, was painful and it wasn't even that good a curry. So no, I wouldn't do that again. Ooh, that just... Uh, where have you gone? No, we can. We can you see us? We can't see you. We've got your casting photo. Oh, we've lost Miguel. Oh, Miggy gone. So he's gone. Apples, do you want to take us away as the expert on this uh, topic on bum vomiting? Do you want to take us away? Okay, right. So actually, it's a. Oh, is Mick coming back? You might be. Sorry. Hey. <laughs> I don't know why it keeps failing. That's all right. Apples is just telling us about the wonders of bum vomit. So the last time I willingly uh, was actually when we were on holiday in Turkey. So you know when, if you've ever been to Turkey, greased it as well, they bring out these big, like, they're like nuns, they're like puffed up bread, and it's beautiful, like fresh baked. Yeah, like, yeah. So 
I know it's going to fuck me. I was on holiday and I'm just like, do you know what? I'm going to fucking have it. Sure enough, it fucked, <laughs> it fucked me. I took it to dinner. I took it to dinner and it fucked me. It took you so, to town. It took me to town. So, yeah, that was, I, I would love to say that's the last time. I nearly did it on Christmas because, like, Bridget's family makes lots of lovely cakes and I was going to have a load of cakes knowing that it's going to do me. But actually, I managed to hold out and just get fucked instead on alcohol. I don't think Bridget's family's house is the place to bum vomit. If you no, they, they vomit, make me on. They make me on. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Apples, bum vomit for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not bum vomit. Yeah, it's a game for all the family. Yeah, it's Apples, bum vomit. Uh, weren't you playing that splat game at Christmas, Apples? Where you have to, like, yeah. press it. <laughs> yep. Oh, yes. Did well, you use the bum vomit for splat? <laughs> Only later on. Uh, when the, the children have gone to bed, the parents play. Naturally. <laughs> Hold your face really close to Apples' ass. <laughs> <laughs> Twist his knob. Uh, <laughs> no, facial. Feeding the gluten. <laughs> Eventually, when they run out of ideas for the next sequels for the... Uh, What's it? The human centipede. <laughs> the apples bum. The human centipede uh, eight. The apples bum bumming adventures. I could write that shit. You could star in it. I don't know why I'm proud of that. Probably shit something. got real. Shit got real. Shit got real. So who's next on the bum vomit question? I nominate Big Phil. Um, I'm. I totally forgot that we were starting at eight and I thought to go get some food. I really want a Chinese. I was going to go get Chinese, so I'm going to say Chinese because I really want one right now. (laughs) 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 Any particular Chinese? Um, Just like a special chow mein would be awesome right now. You've got to go for something a bit more impressive than just a special chow mein. It's special! Yeah, that's true. It's got all of the shitty meats that they don't put in anything else. It's special. It's got the lurid red meat that no one really knows what it is. <laughs> you, mean know, can- you mean Cantonese-style pork? Well, the Chinese know feel well. It's actually just a pot noodle with a colouring book and some crayons. It's just special chow mein, Phil. That sounds cool. I'll go for that. Can I get one of those? Colouring in book and a pop noodle. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Phil. Uh, you know I love you, man. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Shot fired. <laughs> the smile shows how sorry I am. <laughs> I'll take it because it was funny. <laughs> yeah. Nick, how about you? Bum vomit, man. What would you uh, well, yeah, last Thursday, um, I went to, well, went to Clapham Junction and we had a foe and I decided to go with the hot and then I chucked extra chilies in it. Didn't need the extra chilies. It was bloody tasty. Um, and then it wasn't until the next morning that I remembered what I did. <laughs> and it hurt like <laughs> fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, it was totally worth it though. So Mig has offered up two stories already. No, that's the same story. Quite... It's the same one. Ah, uh, right, okay. But yeah, thanks, um, thanks for helping out my editing process, Phil. That's <laughs> 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 just a pretty face, <laughs> my friend. But my, um, ex- 
my example of horrible bum vomit actually happened on Monday morning. Uh, on the way back, I went to my favourite chip shop and had a mixed kebab in Nan. And every time I have the mixed kebab in Nan after a load of beer, I it's just a cocktail for bum vomit. It is the quintessential cocktail. And I might have been trying to podcast and me and Apples were just talking while I was wearing a kebab around my face. Josie, can I interrupt for two seconds? Yeah. You felt the need to add a word quintessential to the same sentence that contained bum vomit. <laughs> quintessential bum vomit. I'm just, I'm just going to say I don't think it was needed. But as you were. <laughs> I like throwing in the old oxymoron. That's not an oxymoron. <laughs> I like putting in words I don't understand. That's about as close as that is. I like using words I don't understand. It is an, ox- an oxymoron. A juxtaposition? I don't fucking know. Anyway, yeah, so I had bum Next. <laughs> so was it worth it? Would you do it again? Uh, yeah, damn straight. Do it again, I tell you. Yeah. It might have taken a few times to uh, clean the toilet in the work. Because it's unisex toilets at work. So. Oh, <laughs> grim. Oh, Mick, tell your that... story about the toilets at work with the girl. What? No, the girl who... I don't want to just tell the whole story. The girl who, who you <laughs> worked it. with at your last job who was in the unisex toilets and the door? Did you, you tell it? Because I don't even remember it. You told me about... <laughs> Three hours ago. <laughs> she used to go to the toilet and didn't close the toilet. Oh, door. yeah! <laughs> yeah, uh, it was t- two jobs ago, and um, she was, I think she was Polish, and um, she was in charge of data or whatever, but she would go to the loo. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm just, I don't normally do it with the facials, um, <laughs> so I can actually see. <laughs> By the way, what you people are doing, it's really hard to concentrate. Just to clarify um, for the podcast, we are so immature because the girls have a job. We all simulated blowjobs. That was that way we did it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I just had an itch. For- <laughs> so, yeah, the, it, it wasn't actually a unisex toilet. Sorry, Tom. Um, it was just an, uh, a girl's toilet, and there'd be two cubicles, and she would leave the cubicle door open. Sit down, do a business, and just look at the people walking in the toilet. You're like, what the fuck are you doing? How's it going? That's that's sackable, surely. Yeah, she didn't last long. She did get sacked. Not for that, but she did get sacked. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the world of recruitment consultants. She gets (laughs) sacked. I have a game. Um, I, I was supposed to have started this when the podcast started, um, but yeah, can you pick a number from one to a million? All of us. Seventeen. Seventeen. Where's Phil going? Can someone write them down? Because I haven't got a pen. Okay. <laughs> I'm down. I need a pen. Right, a supreme pen. leader, Jonesy, I command you to write these down. Okay. I'm going to write it down on the back of Phil's uh, wedding invitation. Was the only thing I've got pen. Uh, <laughs> 17. I think that's an insult, I'm not sure. Yeah, I think it probably is. Tommy. Uh, at least he still owns it. Hand, hand <laughs> at least I'm crafted. <laughs> hand crafted for your notes. Apples, well, pick your number one in a million then. Oh, I got the best story. Um, it's one in a million. <laughs> okay, I that's want... not a number. I want 699,699. <laughs> I don't think you're going to win, Apples. <laughs> oh! <laughs> 
What are we on? Two. <laughs> but it's a fucking good number. So <laughs> win. Five. <laughs> <laughs> Phil couldn't look at his other hand. Okay, so you got seventeen nine hundred ninety-nine thousand six hundred ninety-nine. Yeah, that's what I said. Anyway, you said nine. Phil said five, and yeah. I said five hundred one. Okay, Mick. Right. right, the end of the podcast. I'll give you the correct answer, and um, at the moment we're on one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Apple's as you were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. Talk amongst yourselves. Fair enough. Jamesy, <laughs> thanks, me. <laughs> oh, hey, you got a bell? <laughs> I want a bell. What bell is it? Is it your actual bell? <laughs> no, it's one of my mum's bowls. <laughs> <laughs> take our little trip to Chelsea Corner with our resident Chelsea fan, Apples. Oh, do we have to? <laughs> Welcome to Chelsea Corner, Apples. It's lovely round here in old Chelsea Corner. I can see there's no trophies this season in the corner. Oi! There's plenty of trophies in the one this year. <laughs> but I've um, heard, as, a, as a massive Chelsea, you know, follower, as you well know, I've heard that you've sacked one uh, straight-talking, egotistical European young manager and replaced him with another, from the looks of it. Yes, I also think someone listens to the uh, Five Live podcast and is just repeating what was said on that. <laughs> <laughs> a bit, yeah. In a minute, in a minute, we're going to hear the quote, he's going to down tools because they down tools to Mourinho. You were saving that, weren't you, Jonesy? <laughs> right, no. Okay, so. Busted. Is he a very similar manager to Mourinho? He demands a lot of his players. So Chelsea appointed Conte is the man I wanted, if you listen to podcast number one. Um, a massive appointment, really, really big. Bearing in mind, we're not in the Champions League, we're not in Europe. I think it's actually a ma- that's a, a huge, huge signing technically. Um, not- is he similar to Mourinho? He demands a lot from his players. That's it, and he he doesn't let people take the piss. He's actually exactly what they need because he can come in, be the bad guy if he needs to be, and get rid of the fuckers that don't want to do the work. So Hazard. You're not going to get eight million for him. People were chatting in the papers today. It's bullshit. Wait for an offer of 40, 50 million. Get rid of Hazard and people like that and get some people to actually work. But also, more importantly, because we're not in Europe, we are going to struggle a little bit to get players. Conte's got a huge reputation in Italy and we can get some decent players from Italy, I reckon, if I'm honest. Nah. No. He'll want Champions League football. There's no (laughs) way in hell I'll come to Chelsea. I don't know Champions League football because... A lot of them, it's about the money, not about Champions League. Football. Oh, yeah, oh, it's yeah, just but... a line, isn't it? Yeah, it's a line. It's about that... money. They... Well, like I Chris want Champions Sutton. League football. So, Jonesy, you watched the podcast, didn't you? Chris Sutton was a fucking bell end on that podcast. He's like, no one's going to want to sign for Chelsea because of Champions League football. It's horseshit. It is like, but the very, very best players, i.e., people like Pogba, if you've got the choice of, you know, Bayern Munich, um, Barcelona, and stuff. Leicester, do me a favour. Um, yeah, you know, they, they, they're not... No, exactly. So, it's not the, the, the clincher, but it's a multiple of things. So, yeah. So, 
the outlook's looking looking good at Chelsea. However, we lost to Swansea one 0 yesterday, which is a shock. <laughs> so, yeah. Season's over. Chelsea corner's going to probably be quite quiet now for the next <laughs> for the next couple of weeks. Fair enough. Can we change it to England corner, like coming into the Euros? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Well, and Wales corner. Don't forget, Jonesy gets to talk about oh, Wales. Shit. Well, true, I, yeah. I, I was very pleased with our win over Chelsea. The whole of Wales were very pleased with our win over Chelsea. Like that, so. <laughs> well done, Wales. Yeah, we, we all had a pint of brains and a daffodil and a leek. I changed the thought of the topic. Okay, to my left, insert topic, Big Phil. Right, I think it's on the list that we're going to talk about Stag do at one point. Yes. Um, but a lot of people have been asking me, did the Stag do break me? Pretty much did. And uh, it became more apparent <laughs> on Thursday morning. And I don't think I've told you guys this yet. Um, but on Thursday morning, I, I had a meeting in London. I got out of bed and I couldn't move my neck. Like, I genuinely couldn't move my neck. Um and any 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 slight bit of movement I did to it, I was in absolute agony. So anyway, I had to get the uh, my uh, fiance to drive me into Bristol to get the train to London. Bless I was honestly in so much pain, I couldn't put my head back. I couldn't lean back into the chair, so I had to sit the whole journey like resting on my knees, like like on my elbows on my knees, like leaning forward because it was the only position where I could get comfortable, and I couldn't turn my neck. And basically. Oh, yeah, I was almost... At one point, I thought I was genuinely going to cry. I was in so much pain. Um, Anyway, I got to this meeting. I got to this meeting. It's quite an important meeting for me as well. It wasn't that tennis match, was it? Because that would have really hurt if you were standing in the middle. (laughs) But you can have that. So there was four people in the meeting. um, My sales director and these two guys trying to sell stuff to. And I... um, And luckily, I sat in just the perfect position in in the room where I could sort of sit leaning back in my chair but able to see the whole room without moving my neck and i sat there like a statue for the whole hour and a bit quarter meeting and, and i was like i was just in so much pain i got got back um yeah basically just agony anyway i've, I've four chiropractic no I've, on three chiropractor sessions later i'm starting to get a bit of movement back but basically i've been in quite a lot of pain ever since the stag and that was um, cool. oh well done miggy well done, Yay! Yay! <laughs> and good best man good. I, was, I was talking to woolly um on the phone the other day and he said i was like i can't really remember a particular incident that may have damaged it but i do remember falling over a lot and he said yeah, you you absolutely slapped it getting into the taxi on the way back on the on Saturday night, um, and he said he said he said he said to me, your dad picked you up and you put you got you sat in the taxi and you looked a little bit shaken was his phrase. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you look and, uh, Yeah, so I don't know whether the impact of that fall and like basically what's happened is that I've damaged like three joints in my neck, which. On Thursday morning, after that rough night's sleep, they decided to spasm and pretty much locked my neck up into into place. So um, yeah, so stag do so far has cost me 115 chiropractic treatment. <laughs> but yeah, otherwise, great time. <laughs> Can I just add a little bit of backdrop there? So when he says the stag do cost him that, actually, what happened is whilst in the queue, a rather Bored and looking for excitement, Phil. Saw a little pigeon, uh, no, seagull, sorry, up on the hill of a muddy bank. Sorry, decided it, it'd be was hilarious it on Saturday? Running, uh, yeah, oh, okay. it's Swansea. 
he decided to go running after it and slipped down this bank and hit the deck so hard. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not sure if the stag do can take that one, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was Someone more like, oh, seagull. <laughs> oh, is he hung up? Oh, <laughs> drop the <mic. laughs> oh. The truth. <laughs> you can't handle decked, the truth. I thought he decked falling into the taxi as well. Probably. I think he fell over quite a lot, to be fair. I don't I don't remember that at all. Was I in the cab? No, Jonesy, that's because Saturday night, <laughs> he was so drunk, on, you Jonesy. decided to take yourself off to a club by yourself. Self off to a club by yourself. And then when you <laughs> managed to get back to us, because I had to come and get you, and then you're like, I've been dancing for hours. And you'd been gone 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Charlie did send the best WhatsApp message ever, though. <laughs> That was awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I just take... to confirm for the podcast, Jonesy didn't see it because, and I quote, he is in Monkey Club, you suck, end quote. <laughs> and then what did Charlie put afterwards? I don't know. He didn't put anything to me. Oh, okay. oh was that directly to you? <laughs> oh, was that directly that to was you? literally directly to me. Oh, I did. <laughs> Well, the next time was Safe Journey Home, buddy, so I don't think you're referring to that. But oh, <laughs> Was it, just to clarify, that was you suck. There wasn't a question mark after that message. You <laughs> suck? <laughs> well, given there was, long, distinct, long time. there was a distinct lack of any punctuation, I think you were trying to play your cards. Like, uh, you're like, if I said no, you'd be like, no, it's meant to be a full stop, man. <laughs> if I'd gone, well, actually, you'd have gone, hell yeah. Hell yeah. So I reckon... Content. Maybe I'm giving you far too much intelligence. Just to clarify, uh, Apples, business. You, you suck. Damn right, I suck. Yeah. Right, now Phil's Skype has crashed completely, so he's not here. Should we dissect his stag do it? By the time he gets back, we'll be done. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Fair enough. So, Phil's stag do took place two weeks ago. Three's up. Three's up. It was a, a success run by the best man, Miguel. The Miguel, best. What was your best memory of the weekend? Who are you asking? Oh, Miguel. Good topic. Yeah, who are you asking? Good topic. Um, well, there'll be the bits that I remember. So everything before <laughs> um, before we got into Vodka Revs. Um, but yeah, the best memory. Ah, yes. It was um, seeing Phil's dad jump from the five meter jump into the gorge without hesitation. And I was like, this guy is what? Well into his 60s? And he just, just did it. Like, didn't even think. Done. I was like, you fucking ledge. That was my happiest memory. Fair play. Fair play. No, no, no. Big Phil's dad was a uh, was the hero of of the uh, stag do. I think we can all agree. Uh, my, in fact, cool. my my, my favourite memory of the stag do sort of links into that was when we were in vodka revs and Miguel and Phil were hammered. <laughs> I was on, on the dance floor. I looked over to the VIP area, which was next to the dance floor, and both Miguel and Phil were asleep. And Miguel's dad was next to him, dancing on his own, <laughs> round and round the asleep, talk, uh, asleep. Chatting to a bird. Chatting to a bird. Just, just nicely. Uh, <laughs> of, uh, of Phil and Miguel. <laughs> it was like... Judith. Yeah, it meant nothing, uh, Judith. It meant nothing, Judith. <laughs> he was just being friendly. Judith <laughs> Cockrum is a saint. <laughs> Man of the show, Judith Cockrum. Anyway. I've got my favourite moment involved uh, Phil's dad as well. It was... <laughs> 
on the Friday night, um, when we were very drunk and for some reason, oh no, actually, no, sorry, it proceeded later in the night. We all started taking our tops off, which, uh, I'm not sure why, but there's a lot of nudity in the photos, but Jonesy was being a little bit talky backy. So got <laughs> banished from the room. <laughs> Got sent out of the room, came, <laughs> stuck his head back in to to interrupt again, and got told to take his top off. Anyway, I thought I thought I'd go out and see if he's all right. I went out to find him, <laughs> Phil's dad and Phil, all topless, just in the in the car park, all just hanging out, just having a little chill out. I love the way he, Phil's dad was just like, "Yeah, I'm all right. In for a penny, in for a pound." <laughs> so. Apples, your highlight of the weekend? It doesn't have to include Big Phil's dad, but it probably will. <laughs> no, it doesn't, actually. I mean, he, he called me Robbie Coltrane about 15 times. Big Phil's dad took a big notch. I mean, he built his way back up a bit, but, you know. To be fair, that's a big hit. He doesn't know who Dwayne Barras is. <laughs> but, no, like, genuinely, though, the, the, the highlight of the weekend, and I don't know if it's like a primal stag do Maybe a bit gay, but genuinely just getting fucked, tops off, playing beer pong, smashing into each other. Like, that was brilliant. Smashing I don't know. Into it, each it was, other. But we were just like, because it got, it got a bit blue. Like, everyone was just knocking into each other and, like, getting a bit rowdy. And that was brilliant. I thought it was such a good night. I don't know. Like, that was genuinely, actually, an inspired decision because Mig knew they're going to have people turning up at all different times. People have to drop their stuff off. It's actually a brilliant idea to just have it there, have that room, Get to know and yeah. and have like a keg there, shit ton of cider. Do you know what? Actually, that was perfect. That was that was my best night, if I'm honest. Definitely. Shit ton. Shit ton. Yeah. Definitely. Good night. No, that's pretty Epic. cool. Pretty cool. It did when it was all tops off. It did look like those walls from Twilight who had been to a Greg's for far too long. To be fair, it was really <laughs> rough. Before I forget, hero of the podcast, maybe, or just genuine legend, the guy that run that place. What a fucking yeah, awesome legend. bloke. Genuinely, he got enough glasses, lads. He fucking took me out to meet the blooming uh, kitchen staff so they could check I wasn't going to get poisoned by some ink. And, you know, like like that guy was so accommodating. It was ridiculous. Normally, you go on a stag do and you get nothing but grief or people trying to you know, you, you end up getting angry with them because they're trying to almost suppress you. Whereas he was just fair play to him. Top, like that bloke was amazing. Yeah, top I loved his, he spoke to, he took Miguel aside and it was just like, hope oh, you guys are all having a lovely time. Just a little thing. Uh, can you maybe ask the guys not to leave the door open? Would that be all right? Uh, <laughs> it's like, we left it open like, twice, yeah, yeah, twice. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, what, what, what was the place called, Mick? Just in case. It was a uh, Riverview, and it was a holiday rental in Neath. And Bobby is the guy that runs it. It's on TripAdvisor, oh, and uh, it was fucking awesome. Yeah, Riverview in Aberdulice. Bobby of Aberdulice, hero of the podcast. Hero of the podcast. Yeah, so, seconded. Check that off the list. Superb. Uh, and and you even invited women on a stag do, which is a shocking. <laughs> <laughs> it was risky. I'm not oh, going to oh, lie. Oh, 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 oh,
Cool. Somebody Sorry about that. What did I miss? Uh, we just dissected your stag do. It's fine. Should we do Enemy of the Podcast? Yes. Yeah, go for it. Does anyone have any nominations for Enemy of the Podcast this week? Uh, I do, but I don't want to go first. But I can do. I, I could, Well, go on then. No, you, you go first. You go first. Okay, my Enemy of the Podcast <laughs> will be a recurring theme because this guy is the antithesis of everything wrong with sport. Am I allowed to use the word antipathis before you start jumping in, Apple? Thank you very much. Spell it and I'll let you know. I'm dyslexic, <laughs> so I can't do that. <laughs> anyway, my enemy of the podcast is everything... This man is everything wrong with international sport. It is ex-England batsman Kevin Peterson. Now, ex-England oh, batsman Legend. Kevin Peterson says Legend. that Gin. he does want to play international cricket again. This is after writing an autobiography where he had a go at everybody who employed him in the ECB. He's capped. He called his captain a coward. He's been thrown out of every changing room he's ever played in, apart from the money-spinning T20ones, which only can put who can put up with him for six weeks. But he now says he might want to play for South Africa again, which is disgraceful. He'll only be eligible in 2018, which would mean he'll be, what, 37 years old? And... We all know with bats, well, with batsmen, their eyes sort of go after about 35. You look at Tendulkar, he should have retired. He retired at 38, but he was never the batsman he was for the last two years. Jason. Peterson should get nowhere near the South African test team. The South African Jason. test team would be ridiculous. They would be absolutely fucking horrendously misjudged to even let him get anywhere near the fucking changing room there. He's a toxic piece of shit, and he should be the enemy of the podcast this week. Josie, can I just, I'm not, I'm not actually going to dispute your thing, but you, you know you the antithesis or whatever the fuck that word was. You say he's the antithesis, which I guess is a bad man of cricket, right? Yeah. But by very nature, you just said he's not allowed to play again in, for South Africa in 2018. Yeah. How is that a rule? That he is, like, don't get me wrong. What he's doing is ridiculous. And it is. But how can the sport allow it? If anything, he's just playing the sport by its own bent, stupid-ass rules. Uh, that's a good question. It's not a bent, stupid-ass, actually. The reason they do that is because you've got a... Unlike football and, and other sports where there's a, an all-encompassing World Cup system, you can't have that with Test cricket because you only have a certain number of Test cricket countries. There's affiliate nations. So there's rules for people such as the Irish team or uh, players who go and play for their native land where they live in Australia or something like that, or uh, Papua New Guinea and stuff like that, where they can go and after two, a three-year period, or is it three or four-year period of living in that country and playing their domestic league, you can qualify to play for there. It happens in rugby as well, and I don't think in rugby it should happen. But because we only allow eight or nine test teams, there's that two-tier structure, so you can play that way. So that's why. Now that's meant to be available for the teams who want to, play, the people who want to play between the associate nations like Ireland, like Owen Morgan did, and then move up to play Test cricket. So uh, Boyd Rankin, who's Warwickshire fast bowler, he played for Ireland and then played for England, and now he's going to back play for Ireland after a certain period so, of time. Do so, you think that law's right though? Well, he's taking advantage of that rule, which is therefore affiliate. No, no, nations. no. Do you think that law's right? No, I think you should be playing for the country. Uh, no, I do. No, I think that rule's right. It, to a degree, well, and he's just I think fo- and abused. he's following the rules. He's following the rules. 
It's a bit odd no, playing I, for I, two I, test countries. I'm not saying it's fair enough right. playing I, for t- for a non-test country yeah. and then exactly. playing yeah. for a yeah. test country. Yeah. They're playing for two test countries is a bit much. Yeah, that is taking the piss. Yeah, you shouldn't. Yeah, do. and the rule the rule should stop it. They can, of course no, they can. If they wanted to, they could. And the thing you is, you know, they could. I'm getting pissed off by it, but in retrospect, he's only saying that because it's the start of the IPL and he just wants to build the brand KP because no one yeah, even gives a shit about him anymore. He's a money, 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 money yeah. selfish. Arse. Right, my go. Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can we defend? I was just asking about the rules. Okay, fair enough. No problems. Anyway, good luck, Tommy. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm not going to argue as vehemently as that. Mine is born out of pure jealousy. It, I'm going to build up uh, with a story. Can everyone cast your minds back to when you were 24? <laughs> Anyone remember what you were doing when you were 24? Yeah, it was about 2005, so I do, yeah. It was yeah what were you doing, 20? Tell us what you were doing when you were 24. Well, I know exactly what all three of us were doing. That summer of 2005 is when we were just working in the pubs and getting pissed. And Absolutely. Uh, going out on dinghies and watching the ashes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we were working for minimum wage... Yeah. Uh, probably just about working in at least most of us working in a couple of pubs, a few like building up towards, you know, a- enough to live on, enough to buy tea, but maybe not milk, that sort of stuff. <laughs> uh, Maggie, what were you doing when you were 24? Oh, I was 24. I cycled across Spain. That was the first year of tour. Ooh, cycled across Ooh. Spain. I, I, t- I felt. What were you doing when you were 24? Was that when me and you started living together? Was I 24 then or was I 25? Yeah, you might have been, it might have been us living together. Again, not yeah. making a huge amount of money. No, uh, no. I think you were doing part-time teaching work and I was uh, I was working at a pro- quite a low-paid admin job. Yeah. We're inviting Irish men to come and stay at our house, that sort of stuff. <laughs> we don't know. Okay, I tell, tell you for why I'm asking this. Because... Oh, there's a point. Avicii... Avicii has just retired. He's 24 <laughs> and he's retired. DJ. As in the DJ, Avicii has retired from music aged 24. Uh, yeah, but what has he done really? Millionaire. Has Avicii retired three times? Yeah, but I, yeah. Avicii, multi multi millionaire. <laughs> uh, so he's my, he's my nomination. Purely out of jealousy. I'd love to be able to retire at 24. Bit late. Yeah. Wanker. Yeah, I, I made the big dog leap of 21,000 to 25,000 K as my wages when I was 24. Mm. Big, big dog. Yeah. <laughs> London. Um, London. London. <laughs> yeah, which is about um, yeah, 40,000 in Bristolian dollars. Mm. Oi. Oi, there is a Bristol power. It's not called dollars in Bristol. It's called cows and sheep. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> I trade you my four cows for your Which seven sheep. <laughs> Which one's the units? Um, the others. Um, so yeah, what? We're making him an enemy of the podcast because we're jealous of him, right? Yeah, yeah I just wanted to bring it up. Allow it. I quite like his song. I quite like that song that he did, Dave. I quite like that. He he marries country and dance in a beautiful harmony. Oh, he's not that one which is like, oh, I know what song you're on about. Avicii's brilliant. He's got loads of good tunes. 
relegation game it was uh, on Tuesday night um, and the city manager came out and said um, you know we need we need to be aggressive in this game in, to the point of even intim- intimidation we need to make sure we impose ourselves on the game and win the game uh, and we drew one all and afterwards Warnock came out and went absolutely mental in the press at Lee Johnson <laughs> about the word like, because I think Lee Johnson had used the word intimidate at some point. And then um, there was also an incident between Warnock and Bristol City. So he, he really hates Bristol City because of an incident, which is a referee's mistake in 2009, where the ball hit the back, hit a bar behind the goal, then bounced back out. And the referee thought it had gone wide, but it had gone in the post. It was before the, uh, goal line technology. Um and to be fair, maybe the city people should city players at the time should have given them a goal. But again, I think we were fighting relegation, and we and we didn't. So Warnock went absolutely Scum mental. Man. And at that and at, and at that time, at that time, Gary Johnson was our manager, and now Lee Johnson, his son, is our manager. Six years, seven years later, um, and <laughs> the Warnock went like. So I can expect that after knowing his father or something like that. Made a comment about Lee uh, Lee Johnson, Gary Johnson, but. I just think, the high, um, and Lee Johnson also did say before the game, uh, Neil Warnock is a little bit of a pantomime villain for Bristol City fans, and uh, you've just proved it again. The guy's an absolute what mug, like he's an absolute twat. So it'd just be brilliant for. Uh, I don't think Rotherham will go down now, but if Rotherham were to go down, I'd fucking love it. <laughs> um, right, Kevin Keegan. I couldn't and, agree more. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, my second one, just because uh, I think we should kick a man while he's down. Ernie Els for that seven putt miss. What the hell? Is that? <laughs> <laughs> he kicked him in the end. There's been a, a, there's a brilliant video on uh, Facebook that's been shared. Oh, they, they've cut um, scenes from Happy Gilmore where he can't putt the ball in with that. Ernie <laughs> <laughs> Talking about the golf. Before I forget, have you seen that absolutely sick VJ sing shot where he skims it across the yeah, water? Yeah, and he goes, oh, yeah. what the fuck? What? Well, he's done that in the Masters, is he? Yeah, the par three yeah. tournament, wasn't it? Yeah, before. Yeah. Was, yeah. Literally sure skimmed it. Oh, fuck. Sure he's, he's done that before, hasn't he? Yeah. Sure, sure he has. He's been about yeah. for ages, isn't he, no, to be fair? Yeah, he has, yeah. He must get so much uh, spin on the isn't ball, it? Yeah. Yeah. 
Just need a little talk to him. But yeah. Um... Oh, actually, no, I've got a third one as well. Sorry. <laughs> did, uh, a lot of hatred in the field today. Well, obviously, being a championship uh, a supporter of a team in the championship, did any of you see that um, Ipswich defenders tackle on um, Alan Judge, who's uh, a Brentford player, and he's going to Ireland. He's playing for. So basically, if you're a Republic of Ireland player, getting to play in a European Championship is a pretty big deal because yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because you don't you're not guaranteed to get into everything. Alan Judge is the player that got injured. But anyway, Luke Hyam, this this young defender, the first minute of the game, I think it was, he's tried to impose himself on him and broken his leg to like two places. Um, stupid fucking tackle, and then. Then he should have been sent off, but, but then you've oh, actually another twat, another enemy of the podcast, Mick McCarthy. <laughs> Mick McCarthy was like, Oh, he's gone in hard, but he's won the ball, blah blah blah. And Mick McCarthy, Mick McCarthy's one of the biggest twats in football as well, if I'm honest. But right, yeah, that, that is, he said it's his hobby, McCarthy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's that he's that self involved, I think. Uh, but yeah, so I don't know, there's oh, quite a few fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was a horrible oh. tackle. Yeah, it's a horror challenge. The guy, and but anyway, the guy. So the Brentford players were obviously getting to him for the rest of the game, and within by seventy minutes, he gets a second yellow card and gets sent off properly. Um, but the guy's an absolute dickhead. He shouldn't be playing football, in my opinion, if you do things like that. But yeah. Anyway, end of ramp. <laughs> so we've got a short list for enemy of the podcast. Avicii's yeah. looking pretty strong. Fuck it, yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's, not, it's not looking very short either, is it? Let's be honest. Avicii. <laughs> yeah. My nomination. Oh, yeah, sorry, Nick. Go on. Uh, I'm going to go with Rob Titchener. Ooh. <laughs> oh. So, this is the abusive husband in The Archers. Oh, whose yeah. Wife killed him. Uh, she stabbed him. Um, so, yeah, hashtag oh, victim blame him. Got what he wanted or got what he deserved. So yeah, fuck it. He's already dead, but he's an enemy. <laughs> <laughs> Fictional character Rob Titchener. Why yes. <laughs> Wanker Smith. <laughs> I can't believe Mick still listens, watches The Archers or listens to The Archers. I've never listened to an entire episode in my life. I uh, got my inspiration <laughs> from The Guardian. <laughs> I'm going to get into it in a big way. Yeah. Can you download I, it as a podcast? Yeah. Uh, you can, actually. I think you can. Nice, I might get it. Oh, amazing. I didn't know that. I might get into it myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, that could be our film of the week next week. Yeah, fair enough. We've now got to review two weeks worth of the arches. <laughs> oh, please. Please. <laughs> I thought he's like, no, I'm going to watch Sky Sports News instead. Tell you what, awesome film was on the TV last night. What? Roadhouse. Die Hard. <laughs> I've never heard of it. What? Is it any good? <laughs> and like the proper lad that I am, I watched it. it. I, I watched it. Um, How many stars? It, How many stars would you give it, Phil? Three stars. <laughs> 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 to be fair, well, I watched Die Hard on Thursday just because it was new on Netflix. I was like, oh, I've never watched it on Netflix before. Oh, it's on Netflix? Yeah. <laughs> I've got it on DVD, but I'm going to watch it again. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Apples, do you have any nominations for Enemy of the Podcast? Yeah, I, I, I kind of have two, but again, like, well, I was going to have one, but then everyone seems to be going for multiples. Right. No, First I one. I only had can, one. Sorry. Yeah, you, sorry, Apple. 
Right. One. Do, do you have to have one specific person, or can it be like a group of individuals? Ooh, I, I don't know a group. Let, all right, let me give you the story. Right? Leader, so, you can do a group. So, yeah, hell yeah, I can. I'm doing a fucking group. Is it us? Right. Is it us? Kick someone when they're down. It could be anybody, to be fair. <laughs> right, my first one is like, so, right, shit journalists. What I mean by that is actual people on telly. So, I don't know if you'll see that this Cameron thing about his offshore taxing. It's been a, you know, like rightly or wrongly, it's got big headlines, la 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 la. So they're interviewing this, like, um, they get this tax expert on, and he's basically just trying to shut it down. Like, he's obviously defending Cameron's position. He's just like, it's nothing. It doesn't mean anything. And she just kept going back to, oh, uh, uh, offshore though, offshore. Like, she, she, <laughs> she knew that one word, offshore. Sure. So, uh, tell me, so if it's not that bad, why is he offshoring it? And he's like, well, you can because of blah, blah, blah. He pays his taxes. And she went, oh, but, but offshore's bad. Why Why does everyone think offshore's bad then? Like, it's like, come on, if you're going to interview an expert, at least look look up some sort of knowledge before you do it because she looked like a fucking idiot. But it <laughs> happens all the time on these programs. Like, anyway. Uh, I've completely forgot my second one, so I'll stick with that one. I'll stick with that one. The BBC yeah, that, that Breakfast makes... News is your enemy of the podcast. No, it's just stupid reporting. Like, like if you want to talk about politics, then John Snow, what he's talking about, you know, like you, they get people that know those things. John Snow. Like they get, yeah, John Snow. Yeah. You know nothing. John Snow. Fuck off. You know nothing, John Snow. You know nothing, John Snow. <laughs> Oh no, Jonesy, you're a bit ginger. You could be the Ingrid, I'll be Jon Snow. Let's take uh, you back to that cave and fuck you, big boy. <laughs> <laughs> you suck. <laughs> I've had worse chat up lines in my time, to be fair. <laughs> and they all worked. <laughs> <laughs> now we play a little bit of bass music and move on to another topic. I've written it all down. So we've, at the moment, we've got Luke Hyam, Ipswich defender, Mick McCarthy, Ipswich manager, Neil Warnock, Rotherham manager. So, so Phil's written Kevin down his. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm leaving Kevin Peterson to the last then. Uh, Avicii, Will Titchener, uninformed news readers, Ernie Els, and Kevin Peterson. So who are we going to go for? <laughs> There's What's actually your... no standout, is there? It's a real rogues gallery. Um, Should we say think... you can't vote for your own? Yes. Ooh. You can't yeah. vote for your own? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you got two. <laughs> so, uh, okay then. Is anybody going to go for KP? I'll go, I'll go for KP. Cheers, Phil. One vote. Was, was Ernie Els one of them? Because I want to vote for that. Uh, yeah, Ernie Els is one. So one vote for Ernie Els. Apples? Oh, not the Big Easy. It's got to be Warner. He's a piece. Yeah. He's already in the podcast. Warner. Is he already in an enemy of the podcast? Yeah, he can't be inducted twice. Oh, he didn't make it, did he? He didn't make it. Oh,
Right, okay. So, uh, what does she look like, Jonesy? What does she look like? Come on back, Jonesy. Come on back. Very lovely. She was just not given the right script. Neil, Neil Warnock it is, and I, I'm very pleased with that. I would have been my vote as well. So, well done, lads. Neil Warnock. Clap him in, the wanker. Do him in. Tommy, to my left, insert topic. Okay. <laughs> so, this is a topic for the lovely lady listeners. Uh, it's a topic that's in the news often, and it's, if you were able to breastfeed, would you breastfeed in public? Fuck you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'd all do it. I just yeah. think it makes good economic sense. <laughs> just going to save what money. Economic sense. Explain. You may have to expand on that point, Tommy. Well, you're going to save money, surely. Like, if you don't have to buy baby milk, you just produce your own milk. In fact, I would probably just give up dairy and just make my own cheese, uh, <laughs> make, make yogurt. It's just good economic sense. If you were a milk making factory, why would you? Why would you bother buying yogurt? <laughs> Tommy Linda's cheese only available about every nine months. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, as long as you keep the mammary glands active, it never stops. Yeah, that's true. Exactly. <laughs> How do you? I could just that? make. You guys want some yogurt? I think there's some. Um, no, no, I want none of your yogurt. In, in Covent Garden, there was an ice cream shop, and it used breast milk. I remember Women's that. breast milk. Human human breast milk to make its ice cream. Did you go? Oh, God. I didn't go. I, I feel kind of stupid. I should have gone. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, so I would definitely lactate. Uh, lactate. I would definitely <laughs> breastfeed in public. Okay. Um, Everyone Tom, agreed. Tom, we actually went. It depends where in public. Fred, right? a few... oh, okay, Sorry, I, I wasn't speaking. Don't worry. No, I wasn't speaking. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, me and Tom were actually at lunch with a friend a few years back that uh, breastfed at the table, and like I don't mind it, and I have no problem with it, but I'm still too immature to make eye contact or look anywhere oh, yeah, near. So I, was, look. so I spent like ten minutes of lunch looking at the shop in the distance, in the in the middle distance, and I was like, why am I not? Why am I less? No. How can I be less awkward as a person? But at that point, I was, yeah, it was it was too awkward. <laughs> I mean, it's still a boob, isn't it? I, I can't help it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's still just, a boob. Just, just men being men. I don't remember Tom carried on chatting the whole way through, and I was like, just concentrate on what Tom's saying. Just concentrate on what Tom's saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's because I'm really mature. <laughs> yeah. I know like my cheese. Oh, I, I, do that, I do find that a weird subject. I feel like I'm being awkward because I can't relate to it. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. I mean, as a man, I, how many times have we got our tits out on this living podcast? Five. Like, I've been counting. Have you been counting? Five. Six. What is that? That's like a smarty. That's not even a nipple. Oh, oh my God, God, Phil, you've got the that's weirdest like, nipples. Oh, Phil. Oh, that's just like Phil. a That's not the that's right like, colour. That is not the right colour. <laughs> right. Leave my small nipples alone. Uh, they're perfectly functional. Yeah. I, I really rate this topic, and I could kind of go off on one if I hadn't had too many wines. Um, but, like, on, on social media, 
it's okay to show a man's nipple, but it's wrong to show a woman's nipple, even if it's like artistic or whatever. And there's even like, um, you know, hashtags or whatever, free the nipple and whatnot, where you're getting pictures, really sexualized pictures, and you're deleting yeah. the, the female nipple and replacing it with a male nipple, but you're telling people that's a male nipple, but this is okay. So it's, it's, it's the whole sort of sexualization of tits, um, which, which is, you know, the, the discussion. <laughs> um, but I don't want to, like, I don't want to, Desexualized tits, if that's okay. <laughs> Fine, but the most natural thing any animal can do, human, goat, whatever the fuck, feeding its own young is is surely the most inherent thing you can do and the most natural thing you can do when your baby hungry to shut it up, feed it, <laughs> especially if it's hungry. Like you're not necessarily going to be to be um, fair, at that's... home the whole time. Like, why should you be locked up in your own house? Why should you go to the fucking nasty disabled toilets? Cause it's got the drop down thing to put your baby on it or whatever. Like why the fuck? Like, no, this is my baby. This is a restaurant. I'm going to feed my baby. People yeah, have differences and opinions, but that's how I think. Um, but yeah, there's my, there's my tuppence. I think you're, <laughs> Uh, euphemism for something else, but on a fun side note, on a fun yes. side note, you're such a feminist, man. Anyone know another animal with only two memories? Monkey, okay. monkey, no. uh, yeah, non primate. Platypus, duck pill platypus. I was gonna go with platypus, kangaroo. Yeah, I'll be honest, I don't know the other the answers, Kangaroo. the complete list. Oh, All I know is that yeah. elephants, elephants only have two. That's quite good. Cool. Liar. No. Prove it. <laughs> Prove it. I, I, I need pictures. I need Go a check. link. I need a okay. link to elephant titties now. Okay. <laughs> Otherwise, you're a liar. Otherwise, you're now an enemy of the podcast if you don't prove it. <laughs> Okay, while well, Tommy does that, while well, Tommy does that, Jonesy, what were you going to say earlier when you. Oh, yeah, uh, sorry. Yeah. Well, uh, there was a bit where you said if a baby's crying, uh, you feed it and that'll please it. To be fair, that works with all adults, not just babies, to be fair. If you feed someone, <laughs> you'll be happy. Case in point, Miguel. Yeah. yeah. Feed them water. <laughs> yeah, bread and circus. That's the way. Miguel, I once nicknamed Miguel the human Tamagotchi because you, you just need to feed it periodically and... Uh, play with it and it keeps happy and stays alive but if you leave it it gets angry and does stuff <laughs> <laughs> shits himself um yeah. jen calls me the reverse uh, gremlin because you need to feed it after midnight and you need to keep watering it all right uh, for the podcast tommy has just shared a picture of what he's titled tommy um, elephant breasts. <laughs> oh, I want to be on the laptop. <laughs> it's horrendous. Oh, no, well, it's natural. Pretty... It is natural. You, my friend, are elephant. Stop sexualizing breasts. <laughs> elephant. Are you, are you sure it's not a male the other way round? <laughs> 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 You know what? I've, I've enjoyed worse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, We've really gone highbrow. Mold a boat, but I can float so, a boat. 
Why did we? Why did this topic come up? What was the? Uh, what was the? Topic. Yeah. What was the? What? what you, what's the aim? Topic for the ladies. Just thought uh, we could. I, I wondered if anyone had any strong opinions on, on whether people should uh, breastfeed in in public. In, interestingly, um, my mum and my girlfriend believe that they should hide, which I got angry about. But then again, it, it's their tits, so they can do what they want with it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, they should hide. Do your mum and sister just her girlfriend just hide or um, hide? Well, breasts? They, they, they don't want to see them and they wouldn't want to display them. Um, and they think it's wrong that other women should do it in public. But a lot of mothers have that kind of like front cape, which they do the breastfeeding in, don't they? Yeah. So it's like a cape, but they just switch it round and then like they do. Like the shittiest superhero ever. <laughs> There's a genius meme actually, and it's um uh, literal translations of um like warning signs and stuff, and it's like you must cover yourself up when you're breastfeeding. And this mum's got the the blanket on her face, but she's still feeding the baby, and that's fully on display. And I was like, that's fucking genius. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm complying with your rules. <laughs> oh, just to confirm. Tummy wants to see more titties. No, 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 no. <laughs> Elephant titties. More uh, so we are I can't. universally in favour of breastfeeding in public as a podcast. Yeah. And we will yes. not yeah. campaign, but just hang on. agree. I, I, hang on. I'm, I wouldn't say I'm in favour of it. it. Look, no, my point is, it's up to the person. Do what you want to do. If you want to do it in yep. the public, do it in public. I, I've seen a lot worse in public than that. <laughs> Like, yes. do you want to do it in private? Do it in private. It's personal preference. I don't, I don't feel there should be a campaign either way. If you feel like you want to do it in public, get on and do it in public. There's always going to be people that are going to object to it. Fuck it, I can walk on the left-hand side of the pavement. That's going to piss someone off. Fuck them, they're idiots. Like, you know, no matter what you do, someone's going to oppose it. If they want to do it, let them do it. If they don't, don't. Perfect. I'm not uh, for or against it. Just like, get on yeah, with like it. Like apples, I was fairly ambivalent to it. You know, people do what they want to do. I don't really care. And then Farage came out and said something. Then I was, I was just the opposite opinion of what Farage's opinion was. <laughs> Which was what? Just to confirm. Uh, Farage. Titties. Uh, he said something about. <laughs> he said something about women should cover up. I can't remember the exact quote. Really? Now. Wow, yeah. that surprises me. Yeah. Well, he's he's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Look, listeners, if you want any of Tommy's mature cheddar, just email the podcast and I'll see what I can do. What's the email address? Jose, that's to my name. left, insert topic at gmail.com. <laughs> Cock. Get your order in now. He's only lactating for another month. Jamesy, have we got any uh, podcast uh, merchandise for sale yet? Uh, uh, well, yes, we've got Tommy's cheese. Tommy's cheese. Uh, right. We've got t-shirts that say three stars. <laughs> yeah, yes! that's amazing. <laughs> I want one. Yeah, I'd quite like one of those. <laughs> we've got the yeah, I want one. Got Phil, you've got some of the merchandise. It's hashtag better than apples. Yeah. Hashtag better than apples. Oh, i still got that t-shirt. Love yeah. it. They're better than apples, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
I'm going to wear so. that next time I see apples. Yeah. Actually, it's next time I'm seeing apples at my wedding. I probably won't wear it next time I see apples. <laughs> 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 under, under the suit. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm hoping it's going to be a hot day, so I don't really want to wear a shirt under my suit. But... <laughs> like Superman. Better than apple. I do. <laughs> Leanne will go first so you can get away with murder. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) um, She's already agreed. I think we should have some sort of phrase or something that I'll say in my speech. Nothing too rude, but only you guys will know the meaning of it. And And you guys will cheer. And you guys cheer. And then... Next one, when one of you gets married, you have to get that phrase into the speech. Then we all cheer, and then you've got to get it into all of five speeches. How about yeah, Leanne? It is. Leanne, I love huh? you. I rate you three stars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. yes. Maybe, maybe, maybe nothing that's going to cause me an immediate divorce or an annulment. <laughs> <that point>. yeah. <laughs> Do we have to include it in the best man speech as well? Uh, no, I was going to just say a groomsman speech, but you can if you want. I guess I don't know, it depends what it is, really. I, I, that's, that's as far as I've got with this thought process, so uh, yeah. Okay, I think given that we're trying to accommodate our female listeners, it should be breastfeeding. But no, see, <laughs> <laughs> that Insert podcast. Insert topic. Insert, yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah I've said it enough. <laughs> um, yeah, every time wrong. <laughs> uh, it's that time of the show where we ask Big Phil the big question. It's Big Phil. Uh, big question. Hello. Howdy, y'all. Hi, Big Phil. Sorry, who's asking the question? How am I feeling? Is that the big question? How am I feeling today? I was just (laughs) feeling good. You feeling confident this week? Yeah, I'm feeling good. Yeah, feeling all right. Yeah. Big Phil, Big Phil, the world this week has been rocked with the Panama Papers. Yeah, I knew I should have done some research on this. (laughs) If you were a multimillionaire, do you think you should take some of your wealth and put it offshore, or would you pay 50% or 40% income tax? Um, So, is it... I, I think I'd probably, as much as I hate Cameron, I think if I was that wealthy, I probably would do anything I could to keep my money. But I don't know. I'd like to think that I was better than that. But it just seems like sound investment. Probably if you get sort of tax advisors and people like that will go, oh, no, no, you put it offshore. It's fine because it's not illegal, is it? No, is it it's not? not. It's immoral. So, it's not illegal. So it's just immoral taking it out of our economy. Um, but... Yeah, it's fact fact of life. Unfortunately, these are similar. I don't know. 
What does everybody else think? It does go against all of the my rather left wing thinking that I normally say on this podcast. But yeah. I think if I was that if it was that wealthy and someone was advising me to do it, I'd probably do it. To be fair. Okay, that Sorry. was Big Phil's big question for this week. Thanks, Phil. Yeah, big. <laughs> big Phil, big question. Can, can we uh, open it out to everybody else, though? So I don't no, 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 it's Big Phil's big uh, question. It's way too awkward. <laughs> way too awkward. Big Phil's big question. Little answer. <laughs> <laughs> I knew we should have invited Little Phil. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> I've lost so much respect for you. Who, me? Yeah. All right, okay. Sorry, guys. No, no, you're, oh. I think you're probably about right. Just just to bring the BBC uh, news I readers... Sorry, sorry. Can oh, I just say... Oh. Sorry, Mick. Sorry, Mick. I Can wasn't I talking. Want... No, I think Mick was no, talking. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry. Right. Hoisted no, by no, your own just... petard there. Um, sorry, I was just going to say, um, if I was David Cameron, though, I wouldn't do it. He's still a wanker because he's the prime minister, and you're pretty much, you know, you're not being honest with what you're, you're not being honest with what you're, you're not practicing what you preach. So, yeah, if I was David Cameron, I wouldn't do it. All right, sorry, Mick. No, but I remember what I was going to say. Oh yeah, uh, so the BBC woman questioning and whatnot. The the conclusion of that interview was yeah. So David Cameron put some money offshore, made a return on that investment, paid his taxes. Yeah, that was it. It was like the most boring headline ever. And even yeah. the guy sort of explaining it was just like, that was yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So then he put his money out, brought his money back, paid tax on it. Whoop de fucking do. So, like, yeah. so yeah, you, Jonesy? I think this is just a, a portrayal of one, how corrupt the whole taxing system on a global scale is, but also how lazy the fucking media is, the media, especially on that kind of thing. Is uh is portraying it. I mean, there's some articles which are actually saying, you know, there's a lot of bad practicing of people taking money out of this country, which should be going to schools, hospitals, police, fire service, and it's aggressive tax avoidance. And some of that stuff needs to be stopped because, yeah, he hasn't done anything illegal. But if you're cutting back on every public sector, on schools, on hospitals, on and and changing everything like that, then you shouldn't be avoiding paying a Pair share of tax. You should be trying to put more money into the treasury, more money into the economy. And to do it, yes, it's not illegal, but it's completely hypocritical for the policies that they've made over the years. Yeah, Jones, totally agree. When your high earners are making the laws and yeah, closing the loopholes, yeah, come on, well, they're not going to do it because yeah. they're going to immediately shoot themselves in the foot. So why it's vote, obvious? Why voting so the high earners? Why not voting the people? Well, that's and that that's democracy. Yeah, yeah. it's not that. It's not that, <laughs> it's not that simple. But yeah, there we are. Anyway, sorry, I was on my soapbox again. I apologise. I feel like uh, Cor- Corbyn is just getting gaining ground all the time at the moment in this country. Yeah, he's getting a lot. This is doing well for him. To be fair, because he well, and he does seem he seems to be, and I'm sure they'll find some shit on him at some point. But he seems to be fairly. No flies on him at the moment. He seems to be pretty honest. Um, he seems like a man of the people. I mean, the worst that they found on him is he once slept with Diane Abbott, and then everybody went, yeah? To be fair, the way like you look at it in America, if they 
kind of want someone to win. They know shit. They're just not going to unearth it yet. As soon as they want him out the door and they want the next guy in, then it'll all appear. Like, yeah, you know, how, how long has David Cameron been about before we found out about the pig fucking and all that shit? It's always... <laughs> it's a, But let's be honest, it's always been there. It's just... Oh, he's been fucking being left right and yeah. <laughs> The information is used at the right time. And there's going to be yeah. shit about Corbin. There's shit about all of us. Fucking hell. Look at us. Look, look at us. <laughs> motherfucker. Oh, yeah, let's bring that up you... on a public podcast. <laughs> you go first, Apples. <laughs> That's all the time we got I for this week. Come on. You, no, did you know what I mean? No, you know what I mean? Like, I think what's good about Corbin is he's different. I think it doesn't matter whether he's right, he's wrong. It's just different. It's nice to have someone around who isn't just the same old, eaten, educated, uh, like just identical. So just giving a different opinion. Bernie Sanders yeah. is picking up a lot of primaries in. For the yeah, well. definitely. Bernie Sanders is same lines, same lines. I genuinely don't believe the far right or the far left is the right answer. It was my mum that um, actually explained it to me in, in whatever words. It was it's the pendulum theory, and it's like you go you go one way and then you go too far and then you go the other way and then you go too far and it's like actually like. Granted, we had the dead centre for too fucking long and no one was actually doing anything, just sitting on the fucking laurels. And actually, right now, Jeremy Corbyn is a fucking genius opposition and he's going to be the best opposition leader that fucking David Cameron has ever had. Yeah. So I, I genuinely believe he's the best thing for Labour, even though people haven't cottoned onto it. But no, I don't that's think my opinion. Yeah, he's not a great leader. He's not inspirational. He's not going to do that Independence Day speech, is he? But... <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna live on. Like, We're gonna survive. Like Corbyn's version of that was like, we will not go blindly into the night without offering them a cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like he, he had a he had a chance to completely shut down the whole um what was it um uh, bombing Syria and shit. He could have gone no fuck off. You're all saying no, and he said, Do you know what. I'm going to say no, but I'll let you say whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. He had the power to tell people to do whatever. And he said, no, uh, this is going to be in your fucking conscience and you're going to sit on it. Yeah, and that was it. Like, and I was yeah, like, do you know what? That's fucking genius. Because yeah. uh, I was like, yeah, fair play to him. And Hillary Benson. And, and then the media was like, ah, Corbyn, he fucking allowed bombing. And I was like, well, no. <laughs> he, he said no, and he let people make their own decisions. Yeah, so, so he acted with, acted with integrity and, you know, didn't didn't change his stance, he just went with his morals and he had integrity there. And I just feel that there hasn't been anybody in a long time that's had any sort of integrity. Yeah, so, fucking not even, so if he's, all this, he may not be a great leader and stuff, but if you keep acting with integrity, people will start noticing. Like, that's why Donald, Donald Trump, well, touch wood, won't get in in America, because he's just, he's got no integrity whatsoever. He's a the shadowiest piece of shit and fucking racist cunt you ever meet so yeah he won't get it um, i think i i still think although i got a mate at work who's well into his conspiracy theories and he's been trying to say that say them to me and i've been thinking about trump and i still think that he's a puppet for someone else i feel like he's just someone somewhere is using him as some sort of weird right-wing poster boy to get their means across 
Bill, it's uh, all media. It's all media. There is no way in hell that man is ever going to get in. He won't. He won't. Hundred percent. It's just the media rubbish. They're spinning. No, they're, they're liking the towel. It won't, Jonesy. Come on, you're smarter than yeah, that. Yeah, I know. Thank you. People in the UK are clicking on his fucking links. Why? And it's like, wait a second. We it's can export he's a moron. this. Yeah, yeah, he's a fucking moron. But we can export this. Like, you get you get clicks. You get advertising. And it's like fuck exactly. it. We can we can let this person like spin twenty million pounds worth of media exposure that he's invested in his investment campaign or whatever the what you want to call it. And there's people clicking on it. It's like ah oh, clickbait, like you said, Phil, in exactly. podcast number one. It's fucking clickbait. That's all he is. Yeah. And the less you talk about him, the less people give a shit about. It. It's going to be yesterday's oh, yeah. news soon enough. Same with well, Katie, I... whatever the fuck her name is on that um, This Morning program. The less people talk about her, the less people will give a shit. Yeah, so the yeah. best thing we can do is stop talking about Trump. Fuck but what, no, what my point is, is that there's some bigger, there's some sort <laughs> of higher power using him to stoke up the hornet's nest to create unrest and create the right wing against the left wing, you know, races against races in America so that they can in turn use that confusion for whatever personal gain that they can get out of it that's just but if i'm really being a bit you know conspiracy theories and stuff Phil, like that i just I, feel I, like there's some some you. sort of puppeteer somewhere doing or a group I agree with you. It. Yeah. there's a good educational program that will help you it's called 24 and it comes <laughs> this kind of what why are you laughing it's real jack bow baby now it was a long time ago we uh did episode three and the film of the week we chose to review was terminator genesis has everyone seen terminator genesis now yes yes uh no i haven't but i watched san andreas so i'll just talk about that (laughs) (laughs) fair enough i love the bit where rock drove a boat into a uh, into a building uh what's what's your opinion Josie? i want Josie to start I hated it. I hated every little thing about it. <laughs> like, oh, really? Terminator 2 is one of the best action films of all time. It was one of my favourite films from my youth. It, it was the forefront of special effects. It had a really good, complicated storyline. It was funny. It had a brilliant soundtrack by Guns N' Roses. Like You literally sat down there and you went, wow, that's what they can do with computers these days. That's what they can do with stunt work. And that's what they can do with all kinds of things in... You know, James Cameron, he's a bit annoying now and again. But he does know how to make a good film. But And that was a great film. But ever since, Terminator's like... It's like a cheating husband. You let them back in, you forgive them, and then they just let you down again and again and again. Terminator Joseph's 3, been before, Terminator man. Salvation. Man. <laughs> I'm sorry, Josie, get over it. Terminator Genesis. Time to move on, man. They're all disappointing. There's not been a single one which has been even a three-star film. They're all pissed And then there's... Ugh, it annoyed me. The only good bit was Schwarzenegger's smile. And he went... Ugh, of his teeth. And I laughed at that. Um, uh, Terminator Genesis, I think, was just a movie too far. Because they basically... You had to ignore that you'd watched Salvation a year before. or so, like Because <laughs> otherwise, the story just doesn't make any sense. No. Cause it doesn't they, make any it's sense. I mean, I get it. Because it's future and time travel stuff. But it's sort of... Yeah, I think they tried to write more story about a story which is in a loop, if that makes sense. It's already in a finite loop, so yeah. when you try to add another bit to that loop, it, you, the story don't work. So Salvation, pretty much, yeah, that's what annoyed me about it, mainly. It's just that I quite like the 
I quite like the Terminator One and Two story, yeah. and then possibly I, I like Terminator One, Two, and then Salvation. But then when you get three and um, get three and Genesis into it, it really fucks the story up. Like it doesn't, doesn't make any sense, does it? But anyway, that's my opinion on it. And that Jay Courtney seems to be the ruiner of all film franchises. He oh, sort of rocks off in films to, and just ruins to... everything with his potato head. <laughs> <laughs> Apples. How many stars would you give it, Phil? Uh, three stars. Ooh. Three stars. Three stars. Apples? Uh, I mean, like you, you beat me to it. I mean, any film where I see that bloke in it now, I'm just going to fucking dodge it. Like, he seems to be the <laughs> remake fucking... I don't know. Like, clearly not his fault. He's just an actor, but fuck me. I mean... <laughs> The thing, like the thing, I am. You can't. I genuinely don't think you could compare it to Terminator Two. The reason I say that is right, Terminator. Terminator One, Terminator. The initial Terminator was just a horror, a bit of a slasher, you know, yeah. cheesy man. You know, there was nothing to it. Terminator Two went out on a bit of a limb, should we say? Like, really tried to yep. give a bit of backstory and fucking killed it. Now, let's be honest. The same with most remakes. It's just a cash cow. They don't give a shit. They they seriously don't care whether it makes a good film, whether it's got a good plot. As long as it's got something that literally isn't the same as the film before, they'll redo it because they know a million people will go watch it. And that's, it's as simple as that. But the, Not only that, you've got the fans and they're like, oh, yeah, fuck it, let's have a Terminator 1 marathon. One, two, three, salvation, whatever the fuck. And it's like, yeah. well, actually, you're going to need to buy the DVD otherwise. And then it's just like, well, yeah. I'll probably download the film. So it's, yeah. it's, it's all that extra, oh, yeah, let's talk about that. And it's, That's all it is. It's, it's a cash cow. Massive fucking cash cow. But these films, which are now rolling into their fifth, sixth kind of thing, they're, they're trying to follow that franchise model like the Bond film yeah. franchise model. And it's yeah. not working. They're not putting the love and attention into them. Don't make Die Hard, you know, we're talking about Jay Courtney because Die Hard 5 should never have been made until they've got a proper script and they've got a proper storyline to do it. It's just cashing in. It's just ruining the original films. It's tarnishing the legacy. But Ian Fleming wrote a fuckload of books. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. <laughs> like, yeah. you've got the foundation already there. Fuck it. Yeah, if you want to do a film franchise, easy money. Or Fast and the Furious. Well, you know, December, you know, gonna, they're making seven. another one, aren't they? Fast and Furious. Helen Mirren is asked to be in the next They're one. Making another one. Uh, yeah, yeah, apparently she's playing Vin Diesel's character. He won't do it anymore. Yeah, she is. <laughs> <laughs> Better actor. I said actor for a reason. Mm. No, um. Mm. Like, have you not noticed as well with a lot of these films? And I felt, okay, has everyone seen uh, the new Star Wars one? No. Oh, well. I really know. Okay. It's all right. Uh, no. Shall I walk away? Well, Jonesy, from yeah, is your favourite Star Wars? I, I downloaded it on Tuesday, so um, I'll walk away and I'll come back in 10 minutes. Come back in, no, literally, come back in 30 seconds and it'll be very quick. All right. <laughs> all right so, what so, I was going to say about these films, I've got 30 seconds, shut up. Right. Like, they literally repeat the same plot. So you knew what was going to happen. Let's be honest. You knew what was going to happen in Star Wars. Spoilers. You knew he was going to die. You kn- like, you knew. You knew Have you not seen it? Phil, you, you need to get it. out as well. Nah, oh, I'm joking. Fucks. I'm joking. Oh, okay. No, I have seen it. You knew the person that just happened to be in exactly the same gear as Skywalker, although it was a female, of course, equality. Like, it was so obvious. It was. They just playing exactly... It is. Come on, let's be honest. It was the same story. It was was identical to Star Wars uh, 4. 
It was. It was the same fucking story, albeit they threw a bit of family shit in there. That's it. There's a lot they of callbacks. Same... Uh, quite a good I loved it. Fans and stuff like that. Don't get me wrong. I loved it. I thought it was a brilliant film, but it was the same plot. Plot-wise, it was shit. It was, it's what's already been done. Genzi, did you, did you think it was the same as four? Oh, I, it's think... the best Star Wars film I've ever seen. <laughs> Jonesy's only seen one Star Wars film. He's only <laughs> seen one Star Wars film. He's only seen he this one. He fell asleep during the Batman film, which is like, you know, <laughs> arguably one of the one of I the better trilogies yeah. of our fucking time. And, and that's my favourite out of the Batman. That's a good question for next week. What's your favourite Batman film out of that trilogy? Which one? Everyone, everyone's going to say the same one. No, my favourite is Batman <laughs> Begins. <laughs> oh, you know, a spoiler. Oh, Ruined it. Oh, sorry. Oh, tune, in <laughs> yeah, tune in next week. <laughs> I, I've, got film, I've got a film question for next week. Oh, yeah, we need okay. To make, we need to make a list of all the films we haven't seen that we probably should have seen. Oh, that's good. And then we should watch them all in one night. <laughs> so you need to think of all the classic films that you haven't seen. So I've not... I need to think of what I haven't one seen. One Flew that. Over the Cookie's like, Nest. Yeah, Apocalypse Now. That's, that's oh, yeah. surely not a fucking classic movie. Yeah. Apocalypse Now, yes. One Flew Over a Cuckoo's Nest, really? Have what? you seen it? Okay, well, we should no, go on to the IMDb. There's, there's classic movies and there's movies that Empire gave five out of five for. They're, they're the two very different things in my yeah. mind. Okay, so so probably the best way to review it is to go through the IMDb top 25 films. Okay, yeah, that makes people, sense. And we'll do that next week or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The reason I say that, my, my opinion on what's a classic is going to differ to every one of you four. Yeah, like, yeah. So we're going to end up looking at totally different films. Chelsea's review of the season 2014-2015. Oh, they're mostly pornos, I think, Apple's is top 25. <laughs> <laughs> Debbie does, I'm not going to lie, Debbie does, but Debbie does Dallas 15, 16 and 17 are in there. So <laughs> That's a franchise which has cared about its production values all the way. Helen Mirren wants to be in the next Debbie does Dallas. <laughs> And Vin Diesel, apparently. <laughs> and Vin Diesel, yeah. I drink a lot of whiskey. Uh, cool. So that's... Uh, who else? Is, anyone else want to chip in about Terminator Genesis? Miguel? I liked the bit when uh, the whole of LA flooded and uh, The Rock came in with a big boat. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? What? <laughs> Uh, I was genuinely thinking, fuck, when was The Rock in this film? <laughs> his hot daughter ran off with the English guy. Uh, it's a good, it's a good film. Three stars. <laughs> Three stars. Mick? Um, I, I, I like the sort of um, undertone of how people are literally just being strapped onto their phones. Like, you know, we're doing this podcast yeah. and half of us are fucking Googling shit whilst we're at it. And, uh, you know, we were down the pub and then we're all having a great chat and then half of us are checking something out on the phone or looking at our notifications yeah, and, and, all, and all that sort of bollocks. So to me, uh, Terminator Genesis was the, by the way, this is the way it's going to be. You're turning into a fucking machine because you're a dickhead. Um, yeah. So what I took from that was actually, yeah, when I'm in work mode, I... Um, looking out for all the emails that come through. I'm trying to be this person that is everywhere and everywhere. And I am ultimately available. When I'm on holiday, fuck that shit. My phone goes out the window. I'm literally, uh, no one can contact me. Um, so, yeah, people contact my nearest and dearest to try and get in touch with me. Um, so, 
that that was what I took from Terminator Genesis. It was the whole disconnect. I, in I, fairness, I, I Miguel, think that you're message quite... has been put forward better in other films. <laughs> yes, and, and, and not fucking up an amazing franchise. Oh, yeah. we've just called it a franchise because they made it into one. Terminator 2 was an epic film. Yeah. I think and Miggy's taken it a bit far because he's pretty difficult to contact at the best of times, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, trying to excuse, I'm trying to excuse my ability to be in touch. <laughs> to get you on the podcast today, we had to text Jen. I, I was going to say... <laughs> I will not be taken by the machine. It, it, it was actually Jen's message that said, aren't you supposed to be somewhere right now? <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> so yeah, uh, my, my, my personal assistant, <laughs> the one who makes me a better person. What happened? Uh, <laughs> baby, come back. I had that single. I think that was one of the first singles I bought. I had that on Now 29. I think that was one of the first songs I learned the lyrics to. Yeah, same as you. Is there only one lyric? Baby, come back. I must admit I was a clown to be messing around. But that doesn't mean that you have to leave town. Come back. With me bag of sense, I CD collection of Bob Marley. Come back. Does he say bugger sensei? I never, well, back in the day, um, Googling a song's lyrics didn't exist. So you had to wait for smash hits to print them. And uh, then smash hits to read. So, yeah, um, I I guessed. (laughs) Bugger sensei, whatever that is. Bugger sensei, I just thought that was like a stash of weed or something. But that might be. I like your version. Yeah. Okay, Ooh. it's time for Little Purchase of the Week with our resident Little Purchaser, Tommy. Yeah, yeah, Audi, get it right. Audi. <laughs> Same shit, isn't it? I can't spell Audi, I can spell Little, that's why I wrote it down. <laughs> I can't spell Audi. Al. <laughs> it's got the same amount of letters minus the A. Um, I, so, I want to paint a picture. You know, like I like to paint a picture for a story. You've been out working hard, trying to... Uh, apples, trying to clean your, your greasy, greasy sex tools. Everyone else trying to clean their bikes. You've got greasy hands. And just ordinary <laughs> soap doesn't cut it. So, Swarpina. Apple, <gasps> I wanted to buy some. What is it? Pump jar Swarfiga. Nice. No. Oh, in a pump action. Yeah, like fucking Higa. What's fucking Higa? Yeah, Swarf Higa. What's Swarf Higa? It's, it's basically soap with sand salt. in it. Oh, salt in it. Oh, yeah, because I've got, says, still got axle grease on my fingers. It says safe. It says safe for human consumption. Can you uh, try it and find out? <laughs> oh, he's turning oh. into a. He's turning into a mute zombie. Zombie attack. <laughs> Does the Swarfiga have any plastic particles? Mm, ingredients. Aqua. I like it when they just put aqua because they can't. They don't want to put water. It's got Z maize corn. Oh, you can't have it. I oh, know you can have corn. You're okay. Yeah. That's uh, don't eat it. Lots <laughs> and lots of uh, chemicals. 
So that's uh, getting towards the end of the show. Thank you all for listening. And it's going to be a goodbye from Apples. Fuck you, everybody. Goodbye from Big Phil. Three stars. <laughs> a goodbye from Miguel. <laughs> Bye. And a goodbye from Tommy. Bye, people. Okay, I've been Jonesy. This has been To My Left Insert Podcast. Tommy's going to play us out with Hot Love on the Highway. Oh, yeah, yeah, To My Left Insert Topic. <laughs> oh, oh, my game. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, the sorry. winner. <laughs> wrote... Okay, so the numbers the I wrote down was... before. The answer was 11. Oh, Ooh. so close. <laughs> 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 no, to draw. such a big number range? <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like I was led down the garden path in this. <laughs> you know what? I, I thought the numbers would be bigger. I'm really sorry. Um, and I missed the beginning of the podcast, so there might be more numbers, which either way, it means Tommy wins. Tommy said 17, which is six off, and Phil said five, which is six off. Didn't I say 15? <laughs> Um, fuck it, Tommy and Phil win. Or do we apply the Challenge. um, what's it called? Um, not win, lose, or draw. The other TV program that if you went over, you went bust. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. win. Big Phil won. Yes. Yeah. You won. Yeah, you're so excited. Um, what were we counting? <laughs> you can have this wine, but it, I'll, I'll drink it if you don't get here quickly. In, I knew the rules, uh, and I, I, so I don't think I should probably be disqualified. <laughs> yeah, you'll find that eventually. Oh, what? Okay. So you're not going to tell us the rules? No! Oh, it's a secret. Did I'm you not work it out. it out, Jonesy? Are you fucking serious? No. Win-win! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for tuning in to, uh, to my left insert topic. I've been Chris Jones. I'm a stupid cunt. See you later. <laughs>